0: Hello beautiful people My name is B. George Smith And I'd like to thank you for tuning in To a brand new episode Of the Hello Beautiful People podcast You wonderful people You awesome people You beautiful people I want to thank you again for checking us out Last week Please as always Share with your friends Let your peoples know Leave a review. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. You are greatly appreciated. And I thank you. I greatly thank you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we got a short crew this week, but let me tell you something. We got a good show on deck for you. And we have, we have, he's new to the show. Mm -hmm. He's new to the show, but he's he's a whole, whole, whole friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not a partial friend,
0: <laughs> no, oh. no. a whole, whole, whole friend, ladies and gentlemen. Courtney Williams, hey, is hey,
1: here. Hey, 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 my Always. guys, 150. Let me, Let's me, go.
0: Let me get you right. Hold on. Where, where's this thing? At? I'm never, I'm never prepared um, <laughs> for this when I'm when introducing people to the show. I gotta get better at this and the,
1: oh. hey. the energy. I feel the energy. It's live.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, sir. What? Gotta give you the air horn, man. What's good, man? How you been?
1: I'm chilling, man. You know, 2021. I'm I'm feeling good this year, man. I'm feeling good this year. I'm feeling hopeful. You know, my my energy is so much higher than 20, 20 kind of drained me, man, I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie, but uh, I'm here, man, I'm, you know, I feel like this is the first year in a long time, in several years, actually, where I've, I felt so motivated, and I feel like it's, just it's not just me, it's just the vibe with, like, a lot of people, they just, 2020, it was just, like, it was so overwhelming, and we're kind of just, Doing everything necessary, put making, mm. you know, those necessary like taking those necessary steps and making mm-hmm. precautions to ensure <laughs> that twenty one does not end up like twenty or man know, years. So
0: I'm trying to tell you, twenty twenty was a big, I just Oof. in in park. Everything's Oof. in park. Crazy. everything just slows up and like I don't know it's like I haven't really like i i would say that I was in such a rush to join the crew of people that wanted it to be over
1: right right
0: that I didn't really i didn't really like reflect too much on it
1: mm, got it but
0: got it. like when you when you really like consider like what took place, like for me personally, I could say like, it definitely made, um, it definitely made what's important, more important to me,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I would say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It definitely made what's important, more important to me where it was just like, all I was worried about, I, don't, I, don't, I know like for, like a couple of weeks or so, My main concern was just my family. And I promise you, I didn't have no, I didn't have no deep prayer. I didn't have no, no big thoughts. It was just, yo, God, please protect me and my family through this. That's all I had. Right. So like when I would like, I put it on Facebook and like, you know, I didn't think, I don't know if people realize that that was just me. Like that was all I had yeah that's literally like
2: right,
0: right like that's all i had to give because i didn't have nothing to deep you know me i'm like just trying to most of the time i'm trying to keep it light and stuff like that or we're gonna have we're gonna have fun in this podcast you know just like we always do but you know what your foundation is so right at the end of the day i'm like listen i don't know how this thing is gonna go out so hey just can you just keep me in mind okay like right. Because man, I love me and mine. So it really just like put everything in like a bigger perspective for me. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm I guess that's the only reason I would be grateful for last year. <laughs> but it really, it really just, you know, put everything in perspective. You know, wifey's working from home. She's been working from home since for about it, for about yeah, it's been about a year now. So about a year. So she's been at the crib. Like um, uh, Reese, went. Reese, did go back to school. Um, that's been hectic, but you know she's doing all right. Trey's been schooling from home. So I mean, it's been good. It's been good. So right, right, right. No, it could, it could be. A, it could have been way worse, but I'm grateful. So right. I would say I'm grateful, definitely. I hear that. But, I'm also grateful because ladies and gentlemen, y'all don't understand. Can I tell I'm gonna tell y'all something without telling y'all something without telling y'all
2: something.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't like how this is going already. The, if, if y'all would I'm just gonna I'm gonna introduce him as Richard Atticus Martin. Richard, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, good, he's good, he's good. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If you could be, if you could have been in the vehicles on the road trips with these three guys. (laughs) Oh, GTs. Oh man, in the diners, (laughs) in the hotels, in the back of concerts, laughing, oh. The amount of GTs, GTs are good times. Kill people. the fattest calf. Oh my God. Kill the fattest calf in preparation for celebration. You guys have no earthly idea.
3: <laughs> oh my God. Oh, we had so much fun, man. It's, it's oh, stupid. Man. It's like-, I, like we had to go to work. And nothing. <laughs> right.
0: Bruh. <laughs> And like people don't get now like why I'm just like I'm cool. I don't feel like going nowhere. (laughs) Like before it was always, before when we, you know, we were all here together. Before it was always, what's happening this weekend, Doc? Where we going, Doc? We we docking after this concert, Doc. Like it was always that. Now it's just like, hey man, they're having this here. Word.
3: <laughs> My response be like
0: so. So it's it's not even it's not even who are gonna be there. It's not even that. It's just word. <laughs> All right. And then you just and then you, you get I know I got petty with some of the stuff. I'm like. All right. I remember the time when I asked them to share my album and <laughs> oh, they didn't, okay. yep. so if they think I'm coming and wasting <laughs> exactly. gas money, here hear, hear the, If I think, if you think I'm going to your little over mic, you could uh-oh. no, I'm not talking <laughs> I'm not being specific. I'm
3: not <laughs> oh no, that was a pretty direct bro. <laughs>
0: I'm not being specific. Oh gosh. Oh Kevin, I'm gonna do research now. <laughs> Who
1: no. Open mic? So. No, 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 <laughs> no. Kevin, let me
0: kevin and dude let me host their open mic. Nah, that, I'm not talking about them. Where, oh, y'all messy. He I was saying because <laughs> that's the only open mic that's going on right now. And I don't want nobody getting upset at me. But tell of the joke. But Kevin, yeah. the Celtic sucks. See, that's real.
3: Okay. No, that's real. That's, there, there we go. Uh, that's the George I know.
2: Oh shoot!
3: Well, man, I'm. I'm nah, I feel you. I'm like, I, I ain't about to go watch this same people I watched already in different order. I'm going. am staying home. But don't get me
0: wrong. I missed I, I miss live music though. I, I I will say that. Like that was always. Cause like even, what's the best way to put it? All right, even when the gigs weren't that great, we still had fun. Like,
3: oh, for sure,
0: we we still enjoyed ourselves in in the way. We had and, to learn
3: what gigs to go to, what gigs not to go to. Right. <laughs> oh man! Once we figured that out, it was <laughs> good times ahead. Oh,
0: geez. I think we should stop this conversation because it's gonna get bad.
3: No, we're here now. You don't you no, just invite no. me out. Freaking snowstorm going on. And you, you, no, I'm here now. You don't <laughs> let's talk about
1: it. Oh shoot. No, but for real, I I do feel like there is nothing like live live instrumentation. It's just True. a totally different vibe. Like this COVID vibe, like I I get it. Everything is kind of like production based and and pretty much perfect but like it's it's different man it's different being in a room feeling that energy yeah around you know being around people like what how do y'all feel about that like the difference between these this covid time and like actual engagement
3: well well, I don't know. I was I was getting ready to say it felt like we was in a golden era of going to concerts at you know for us. Like me 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 and Courtney singing when George had his group. It was like those were the good times and then I don't know what happened. I don't know if I just got older, but No, I won't say old cuz I'm not old, but I just I guess I reached the point where I don't know why I'm coming here. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be exact. And so it's like I think I was past like going to certain concerts or certain gigs. You, you know, know what it is though, Rich? For you, it's a bit different, bro. You've
0: been you've been gigging and singing for a long time, bro. Right. Nice. It was almost like right. 10
3: years almost.
0: Like you've been doing it way, you've been doing that way before I even knew that 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 culture existed.
3: So so wait, so let, let me give you a quick backstory. So shout out to Dion. Dion had we had been gigging when Dion was using our per, first it was our high school um gospel choir. Mm-hmm. Then when we all went away to school and came back, when he started like getting back into it, it was our church praise team that was going because we used to do chips. Um we did one of Chips Appreciation Services. You know how that is.
0: Chips Appreciation Services. Shut up.
3: shout out to Kevin
0: Let me tell you something. Oh man, why'd you well, bring those that? Those were out? reunions. Chips, <laughs> That's Appreci- what <laughs>
3: Chips
0: Appreciation Services was the the Connecticut Grammys, nigga. It, oh it,
3: my goodness, it was on the list of things to do. I'm not even gonna hold you. If if there was a Chip Appreciation Service coming up. Huh? Yeah, you you whatever you know that like I, we gotta we clearing this out for this to to be there, but we well, you know I was gonna be there anyway because we were singing. Please
1: packed, bro. I never forget the two thousand and nine. Oh my gosh, dude, um, was we, you-
3: we was way back before that when Chip had cornrows. Oh, right, <laughs> we, <laughs> right, and the first time we sung, it was me, my mom. The one and somebody else, and then it was Dion and Darnell, and the, you know, backing up or whatever. But that was oh, like,
0: Chip is Kevin Chip getting yard, y'all? Sorry, did, yeah, we just sorry, y'all. we just <laughs> ran with
3: it and said Chip, what up, Chip? Man? So the first time Dion had us on that, and we was on the we was on the joint with Youth For Praise, and so it was like okay, and you know, at the time Youth For Praise was a, was a big deal. It was like the only recording artist in Connecticut at that right, time, just at that mm-hmm. time. So then, when Di like started the group, I had already, you know, JJ hit me up and was like, "Yo, man, you should join you for praise." And it was like we were thinking about it, so we go to rehearsals. And then um, I was like, All right, "I'll join." I knew why I was joining. We we ain't gonna go. To- <laughs> I knew Hello. Why I was joining. <laughs> Hello. So, just 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 hashtag sugar free. So we- <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> so going say? Hello. So, but it was just like dope to actually like go with them on gigs and see other people perform that you know I didn't know about. So it was like crazy. It was crazy. So they, were, you know, Dion started doing this thing. And we got down with that. It, it just, it just, it just really got out of hand. And you remember going to the um, release concert. We didn't even know it was gonna be like that. Uh um
0: I I didn't get into the release concert. Um you mm. didn't? Yeah, no, I didn't. Um I thought you got in. No, I didn't. They oversold the tickets Ooh. and um they turned away me and my church oh. as we got there to see my brother uh play guitar for DM. But
2: I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping.
0: I thought I'm you got tripping. in.
3: No, yo, no, yo, I was, yo, I was
0: yelling at, I was yelling at people in the beginning, but it didn't work.
3: Yo, I'll tell you this much though, we didn't know it was gonna be like that, because we hadn't been, I don't know how long we had been gigging before we decided to do the CD. I was there, but, God, <laughs> Courtney. You was <laughs> early
0: oh, for oh, day. that's that's great. That's <laughs>
1: wonderful.
0: I hope you had a great time. No,
3: Courtney, <laughs> Courtney was there with the, with the custodian waiting for everything to start. <laughs> Courtney what? don't play. Back, no, Courtney back then, he was like, no, we here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we here. Y'all, we ain't even set up yet. <laughs> what up happened
0: for Courtney. us was we was in a church league, and I had to coach my church's team in a basketball game. So, like, we'll just go there. Like, again, I don't know nothing about this. world At the time, I knew nothing about the gospel concert world. So I'm just thinking, like, hey, whatever, we'll get there, and uh, we'll just all go in. Man, see all them people out there, they might as well have red carpet and the big old floodlights in front of that. Who's all these people? We can't. Yo. It's, oh. I was like,
3: oh yo, bro, we was inside the whole time. Like, so we thinking like, I guess the only people that's really gonna come is the people we sold tickets to. Right. So when I went outside and I said, oh, I ran back inside, and I said, yo, y'all gotta see this. They looked at it, was like, yo. So we didn't even know it was gonna be like that. So (laughs) that just made us even more nervous because it's our CD release and like our first big joint. Yeah. So it was like, man. So, you know, once that get popping, you know, the gigs was just epic at that point. Cause then Courtney started doing his thing. You started coming around more then you had task force. Oh yeah,
0: I was a a member of DKNC, I was... (laughs) And you honorary. The- Bruh, honorary. <laughs> I was <laughs> nigga, I was carrying equipment. I was going to New York. I was going getting put in offices and sitting in front <laughs> row, getting guided into the back way, and all of that. All of that, man. I was, I was DKNC. Like, like if especially if Vindell couldn't make something, I'll always be there. And be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just here in Vindell stead. I ain't playing nothing. But um I'm I'm in here. Like I was <laughs> traveling, like I was part of the group. <laughs> like I was literally Yo,
3: the, the Some of the dopest joints though. We of course it was Brooklyn. Yes. Every time we went to Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. But yeah, when we went to Baltimore.
0: No, I didn't get to, I didn't get to any of those.
3: No, nah, those this early on. This was this was way before C D time. Though. And we um I remember we did our first gig with Jason Nelson and he he, it was it was Jason Nelson and Steve McCord and that thing that's when I got a reason was like killer it was killer and we was out there um and that was like my first time I think seeing Jason sing and perform and I was like yo this dude is too smooth like (laughs) too smooth for gospel like that just stood there sung straight riff didn't go crazy or nothing and just murdered it. I'm like, oh, I'm doing too much. <laughs> too much <Charlie. laughs> Yo, that dude. Let me tell you something.
0: And he played bass. Right. <laughs> and the else yeah. part about it is he probably preached better than he sang.
1: You Did you just say Jason Nelson plays bass? Courtney? that's old news. Courtney. What? Come, come on, Courtney. If, you, you, if,
3: know? if, you, nah, if um, you check his first joint out, he playing bass on
1: it. I did not know that. I was today years old when I found that
0: out. Oh wow! That's
3: wow, yes, he, yeah, he played bass. dot hold up, yo, George, you gonna laugh? First time I met Courtney. Oh, DL, DL, let us sing a verse from "So Close." <laughs> you were, you remember that, Courtney? Wait, when was this? This was like when we first met you. Like, yo, you and Rashida was still a high school show. <laughs> oh, shoot. And Courtney, he let Courtney sing that verse. I just want to do music. <laughs> and Courtney do the whole. Yo, the whole I, verse.
1: <laughs> you don't understand. That was my favorite song, yo. That was my favorite song. I would play So Close all the time. Literally, like, So Close would be the song that I would warm up to. Like if I was going to sing somewhere, or like I was at the house just preparing, I would sing so close. Ain't no, ain't no other warm ups, no, don't worry me, like no nothing. It was so close, Dion Kippen. That's it. That's that it.
0: album was that album was crazy though. Bro. That first album was like, I was like, what am I
3: listening to? <laughs> like. this is, <laughs>
0: Like, that jug was really dope, yo. yo, Yeah, I got to give a
3: big shout out to him because if if I were never in that group, I don't think I would have seen as much as I saw, you Mm -hmm. know, like traveling going to L.A. for the first time, like just just seeing stuff. So a big shout out to to Dion and um
1: huge shout out chipping
3: because, yo, it was like, if there's going to be a Connecticut gospel music history, I am in some way, shape, a part of that because of that dude. Right. You put me on. So it's like, you know, it's it like- That's right Rich, you've been on Bobby Jones at least four times. <laughs> twice. <laughs> twice. Right. twice. Yeah. And that was that was You could to let me rock with the four. <laughs> nah, I don't <wasn't> want <laughs> nobody coming. like, I only seen them twice. Kill people. <laughs> I
0: only I see I, I, somebody with exact Bobby Jones gospel history. No. Richard <laughs> Martin says right here, Richard Martin twice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, Deon been about a bunch of times. I went yeah. once with him and then once with, with YP. YP. yeah. And, and matter of fact, that YP one was like, shoot, it was a gig the night before. And Deon, and I had a gig with Dion, the night before somewhere. And I was going to go home. He's like, you're not going to go to the joint? I was like, I don't even know. He was like, man, you should go on the joint. So I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> went. I think we... Did a couple of joints. And it was it was crazy just 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 being a part of that. I I think I got a better experience with it when Dion went when we went because we got to see like the other people perform before like for for another for a whole nother show. Right. They they do weekends like,
0: well, they did, sorry. They used to do those performances on the weekend or something, right? Yeah,
3: they used to knock them all out. And mm-hmm. I remember one night, the one day we was there and it was the first time we seen, um, <laughs> we seen, um, what's that dude, Um forget his name, but he had got, I got a reason from Dion and Iron it was King? like, yeah, Byron Cage. And the first yeah. time we heard a different version of it, he was like, "Whoa,
0: <laughs> that's
3: when it was like, oh, when people want credits, they'll add verses. All right, we get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> Like, this song is wonderful. I think it needs a hallelujah right
0: here. And I need <laughs> 25%. Like, what?
3: <laughs> like, what? Oh, man. But, I was, look, I'm trying to think, like, what was the best joints we've been at? And it was just like, yo, this is nuts.
0: All right, all right I'll, <coughs> give you, I'll give you a couple. And we're walking down memory. So... You said the 2009 Chip Appreciation Service. Who who was on that? Who was on that lineup? Because I think I know what you're talking about, Courtney. Mm-hmm. I, and I was in the balcony for that one, I believe. Who was on that 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 list? I think that was like, I think that was the one night where everybody was on that list. <laughs> like right. everybody from Connecticut. That, I <laughs> believe. Now don't get me wrong. It might have been, it might have been, might have been one New York uh, group, might, probably CMG. I, now, if I'm wrong, let me know. But that was definitely a YP Dion Doobie full, yep. full yeah. group. I was just about to say, yep. Night. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Man, the the blood all over the place because they was going. Listen, for- listen, yo. It was it was blood and bubblegum. It was fresh out of bubblegum, bro.
1: And I think, fresh Doobie, out, I think, Doobie debuted. Um, I found love for the first he time. He did.
3: I know exactly what <laughs> oh you're talking about. Oh my now. god, mm. that, we're, we're mm. Brandon Hodge on base. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Shout out B Hodge
0: for those that don't understand. Shout out Brandon Hodge. For those that don't understand, there's a couple things that happen here in in Connecticut. <laughs> we we have the best pizza, first of all, in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, let's <laughs> just let's just start there. So, what up, New York? What up, Chicago? Argue with your mom. Um, <laughs> we got the best pizza in the country. Let's start there. <laughs> but um, we have some of the best musicians and singers. For sure. And songwriters from from this area, slept on. like right. super slept on. Like when you consider, like when you think about the fact that, like a Woody Varine was just NYP singing, and like now he just comes out and he's just this
3: crazy artist with a ukulele, just us
1: exactly
3: by like, himself. Was crazy about it. Just a band.
0: Who does that? Like people were. <laughs> parts of these, like, phenomenal groups, bro, and they would just go to Chip's Church and sing Yo, I mean, I, I I really need y'all to get a grasp of what we're talking about here. I wish there was a better way for us to explain it. There's got to be some clips that we can share or something like that. But um, I remember that. Was that the night? I don't know if that was... I don't know if I ever went to a chip appreciation service where CMG was there, I will say I went when the family shed when it was Cherub, oh Cherub, Tiffany, Karen, Lynn. Karen oh and Lenny,
3: and they all and, did solos. Oh my.
0: oh my goodness! Shout out to Man. Cherub, Ruth, Tiffany Stevenson, mm-hmm. Karen Port. Now her name is not Porter no more. My fault, Karen. Um, Lenny Smith. But, man, the singing that what took place, the singing that oh, took place in
3: that spot was out of this world. And Hold up. I, yeah. Hold up, George. I'm, I'm cutting you clean off right now, and I know I am. Okay. okay. So, I don't know if y'all was there when DW was playing, and he... Brought out Tony Royster to play in the band with him. See, I don't think I was there for that one. Was that Boy.
0: Shout out to D.W. Dwayne Wright, man. One of the bros.
3: He came in all cool. He was like, oh, yeah, Tony with us. Tony who? Tony Royster. He hit? Yeah, he hit. Yeah. I was like, look, look, yeah. Like, stop. Gradually. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> Yo, and all I know. No, like, I yeah. was there for
0: one of those. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. I think, Ah, uh, crap. Mm-hmm. I think I was, yo. And they told me after the fact. And I'm like, wait, the little kid, he's playing drunk. Shut up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, cause that was because it was it was like full circle for me because we had just came from Jnwa. We St. Thomas Pritchard there. And this is like right after we saw the shed battle that they had. On YouTube, so we was at what's the name? Then we was like waiting to see Thomas kill. So I was like, I saw Thomas Prison. All I got to see now is Tony Royces. So I was like, wait, Tony's in Connecticut. Mm
0: -hmm. Chill, right? Chill. And that that goes to show like the the level of musicality of the cats from here is because we always anytime somebody would have something here. We would always have like that special guests from this place to that place like doobie would have doobie was always bringing in like phenomenal people that either you never heard of before or like people you did hear of before and couldn't believe that they were just right there like remember, oh, remember,
3: remember when dion brought molly down
0: i was just about to get to that oh. i was just about to say that oh.
3: Two boots,
0: <laughs> the two boots open mic in Bridgeport, Connecticut.
3: Holy cow! I think it was Dion's birthday, yeah. And that thing got out of hand, it was like Dion Kip his birthday party. All right, that's gonna be popping. Courtney, my- were you there? <laughs> Courtney, oh. were you at that? Were
0: you at two boots?
1: I don't think I was there. Not not for that one.
0: Oh my. Dion had, had a couple.
1: Dion had a few events at,
0: at Two Boots, right? Absolutely. But I think yeah, didn't he they, featured me. He even featured me on Didn't they on have Molly? Episodes. Didn't they have Molly for Dion's birthday and it was a
3: surprise?
2: Uh,
3: I think yeah, I don't know. I don't 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 give me the line. I don't remember, but I just remember. We knew he was. Matter of fact, it might have been a surprise that they Tawana mentioned that it was, it was a surprise. So they were, or he might have even known. I don't know, but I just knew that. I never
0: ever saw people react to uh, gospel music like that before in my life, yo. I was just, I remember yo. I was standing in the back, and everybody got up to that stage and was going crazy in this place. I was Be- like, because, yo. yo
3: that was fresh, that was when MySpace was popping and you could put your music yep. up there so everybody was just losing their mind. I hate you.
2: You would lie, You would cheat, he would uh-huh. <laughs> Man, You was stupid.
3: Uh-huh. There was no page on MySpace where you didn't see somebody had that song up there. So everybody had I hate you or they,
2: I hate you devil, I hate you so much.
0: Just walking down the street punching the air. Take
2: that Satan. Yeah.
0: Take it, take the punches. But then was it was it that same weekend or because he stayed for a while. So yeah, he, was it he that stayed. same trip? And we then we, and, no, we didn't go both. No. He there was one because remember, Dion brought Molly to my house and we was playing Madden together. Was that the same weekend? I don't think it was that weekend. That was probably another trip. I'm trying to remember the trip where we went to a new life cathedral for Jules Bartholomew and Judy Camp's live recording and Molly went with us. Oh, yeah. We were just chilling. That was one of them nights. <laughs> that, Courtney, I'm trying to tell you, I, Courtney, I'm trying to tell you, if, 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 if man, <laughs> I can't even put in the words. Let me tell you something. Disgusting. If, listen, <laughs> absolutely well, disgusting. Listen, if oh man, if God would have came that night, I don't think He wouldn't even had to do nothing too much for me to say, because out of me, I was off my feet that whole night, yo. I was just like, oh
2: Lord, I love you. This is amazing. Oh my gosh.
0: Bro, oh, the the stuff that went on in that concert, like that, that Jules, like Dion. Just Dion. I don't know. I forgot what Dion did that night, but like it was when when Dion would do the um. Is <laughs> Dion Kevin appreciation night on the podcast? But right. when when Dion hit that "Let Your Power Fall" in New York, yo, it's ugly. it just. It felt like it was a yo. Every time it was like a a, five point five earthquake in the church, yo.
3: Every single freaking time, bro. Out fail. Yo, bro, we could have a bad night. Nobody would know we was having a bad night. Right. Pull that one out. And then Di and
0: then Di would go boom.
3: Hallelujah.
0: "Ah!"
3: Yo, <laughs> you were hearing some of the most badliest <laughs> coming
0: the <laughs> I never forget. I think um Calvin, y'all remember Calvin Sellers, bass player.
2: Yeah. One of yeah.
0: my one of he was cool, cool dude. Calvin filled in for in, on bass for y'all one night. <laughs> Yo, Calvin, Calvin played the gig. I think it was Bishop Figueroa's church. For a for a gig, Calvin played the gig, and like we outside chilling. Now, mind you, like mind you, Glory just fell in the church, but we outside. We just back to Jacklin. We outside just being us. <laughs> Calvin came up to me. He's like, George. I was like, Yeah, what's up, man?
3: You was in there
0: crying, my nigga. I was like, Yo, what
3: the- <laughs> sound like Calvin too. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> with a semi smile on his face, like, Yo.
0: I was just like, yo what happens in the worship fight club stays in the worship fight club. Like <laughs> what are you what are you doing right now, baby? What you asking me these questions for? She's like nigga, I just looked over you was like face the wall with your hands up. And I was like, I don't too much remember what happened. I'll leave you alone.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it, would, it would get like that. Shoot. Yo, I forgot Calvin that played hit with us a few times. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Calvin, Calvin, I I never forget that just Calvin filled in on bass. And and he just came out because like I don't think he ever saw me like in a church setting or anything like that. And like even seeing me in church, I'm usually like like I'm always on keys and I'm like stoic. I really don't be like going up like that. But that night, that night was crazy. Came out to me. It was like one o'clock in the morning in Brooklyn. I'm on a Brooklyn street, laughing and joking about something. Hey, George, you was <laughs> crying, my nigga. I'm like, wait, wait, leave me alone. What are you, what are you doing right now?
3: You were here. You were here so funny. So one time we hit in Baltimore, and the spirit mm. got so crazy. Before we got up, I was laid out. These niggas started to. <laughs> <laughs> And it was so funny because it was like, he out, so one, two, three. We got to go. Like, like what I mean, everybody was gone. It was like, it was like one of those things it's like real talk. If you ain't had no heart for God, you was going to get lost going up there. We seen that happen. Yeah. We seen like it it get real thick in there. And it was like, look, you don't know no worship songs and you don't know how to follow that. We seen people die a slow death because then they'd be like, "Oh, but we got a song I iTunes. Like, no, nah, that's not now. You don't. Know, you better find a hymn somewhere. <laughs> Here's a book. Here's a book. You better. You better turn to two thirty eight line two. No,
0: that was the that was the clutch part about um watching any of the the um. And I call them geniuses, like the the geniuses from Connecticut perform like they always knew, like, all right, I know I'm supposed to do not my song right now, but like, I need to do this or whatever. Like, remember, Corey, remember, like, was it? It was true, like, Doobie got tired of it in spite of it all. Yeah. Got sick of it. But I think it was, I don't even know if you were singing with him then, but let me know if you were. Were you it was a Trinity Temple concert and it was him, it was him and Major.
1: No,
3: no, no, I wasn't on that.
0: Like oh, that's right. I
3: forgot Major came to one of Dion's open mics too, but carry on. But
0: but that yeah, that was crazy too. But Major did. Major sang at Trinity one night too. And when I let let me tell you something, that in spite of it all that night, Major was laid out like literally, he's like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay here. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, was, crazy. It, it was it got so crazy in there yo. Wait, yo, what year was this? Do you remember? I don't, I'm not good at I'm, I'm not good at remembering years, bro. I'm not good at remembering years. These things that 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 happened, bro. And I and that was before my, you know, me. I was I was good to record everything, but and I was had in, to
1: that had to be 2008 or before. Yeah, it had to be.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, I, all I, I know it I was a Trinity in Temple in concert do, in New, New Haven.
1: Yeah.
0: Man, that junk was crazy. So, whew. so that's why we don't go to concerts now, people. We <laughs> said all that. Say to all say. that to say. <laughs> 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 we for like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? but no, it was. You know, people gotta understand, like, for the people that are from Connecticut that are listening to this, like. Y'all know y'all are going back in time with us right now. Like I can remember, like what's another group? I remember God's Gift. I remember Kurjima. Kurjima still going
3: strong. Yeah, they still, yeah. What was the Kurjima? They, they, they joined now is pretty dope. Yeah. What, yeah. Was what, music. what was the Kurjima shout joint? What was the Kurjima
0: shout joint that used to always set it off, yo? God will, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and
0: um, what's homegirl name, gosh, I have the, is- Courtney, I'm trying to tell you, my memory is shot, bro, never <laughs> smoked weed in college, bro, oh, my God, <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God, but nah, Gwen-, Gwen used to go for blood on that song, <laughs> when she would hit that,
2: yeah, God, we'll you,
3: oh, my God, and they would take the music out, oh, God. Yo! Shout out to Boom and Smokey. Absolutely, Boom, Smokey, mm-hmm. Tony.
0: Uh, who else was hitting back then? Um, oh, of course, Ben.
3: Um, yeah, that's when we first met Ben. Yeah, Ben. Ben started with courage Yo, ben funny story. With <laughs> first time we met Ben, me, Dion, Chip, Darnell. And I think Adam was heading to Hartford. These are now. These are the early gig days. And um, who was it? <laughs> Courtney might laugh. It was Trent Von Lee and Seven Dispensations. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. That's that's back there. Oh, and, man. And they did a recording, and I think it was, I know it was somewhere in Hartford. And, um, they just finished doing their set and um, Kerjima comes on and they get ready to do something and you know, we couldn't see the musician um, section. Also we started hearing these guitar trills come in we're like, yo, who is that? You just see Vidal sitting in the back, rocking back and forth from the chair. I was like, yo, this dude is nuts and where did you find him? Because the only dude we knew was Jonathan. It was Jonathan the Boast. Mm-hmm. So you got this, this Jamaican dude with Afro come out of nowhere. At least to us, he came out of nowhere. I don't know where booming him found him. We was at the house on Truman Street, bro. We was just chilling. Right. And so Vendell is just literally single-handedly lighting that night up on fire. Then little do I know, he hitting with us. I said, good right. job, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna give Chip his props. Chip could put together a band, yeah, with the most. Like with most people, you might you probably never even heard of and make it work. Even the remember when we first started? Right
1: now, It's church. Right now, yo, they're hitting. Have you heard their oh. stuff?
3: I try to catch certain stuff that they do. When he when he posted, I don't necessarily you know follow that church per se, but yeah, I know that he um he, he hit he hitting it. I think Lawrence Flowers is there. Um, yep, praise and mm-hmm. worship there. So well, that's that's nuts mm-hmm. right there.
1: They're going crazy.
0: Yeah, man. No more groups, no more though. Everybody's just praise teams now. Ah, oh, boy. It's the new it's the
1: new wave. Maverick City World.
0: That's another podcast for another day. I I just, I, I miss the old times.
1: It's the Maverick City generation.
0: I just, I, I just miss Maverick the old City times. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I mean, the songs be cool. I don't know. I know I'm sounding like the old hater right now, but I just miss the way we crafted records back then yo like don't get me wrong like i feel like i feel like now i feel like now with the music we're like chasing moments instead of like building like songs that people could like live with for a lifetime like like i get it like a, like just like we were just talking about it now like we can like reflect back on worship moments like for years and stuff like that. But I feel like, I personally feel like, and people could disagree, it's cool, but you know, when you're just like trying to chase, like a a moment, like, you know what a moment is, it's just like, it's a speck of time. So if you just want this song to just serve a moment instead of something that somebody could be like, yo, this song did this for me, or this song took me from here to there, like, you know what I mean? Like, y'all get what I'm saying? I hear you, man. I mean,
3: nah, I, I get it. Like, shoot, it may have started like further back because if you notice, like, there was times when stuff would happen organically, and so then it'd be like, all right, cool, and it usually focused around a certain song, and um, you know, then you started to right, notice not that. Not to like, cut
0: you, not to cut you off, but. but that's the point i'm trying to make those things would happen based off songs that were that that were constructed and put together and people constructed verses and bridges and vamps and stuff like that like now it's just like we don't want to take the time to get there we just want to get just get me to that experience just get me to that moment like Nah, let these let these songs like build People up. Like this there's, there's a reason for some, not for some, not for all, but for some, when they perform and they and they sing and stuff like that, they always gotta do what they they always gotta sing what's on there. they always gotta empty their clip and sing their songs. Then they gotta go run back and catch a hymn to like get them back and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, if you took more time and focus more on like building the song where you wouldn't have to, you know, shortchange yourself. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I don't now, know.
3: like I'll say this, like when Let Your Power Fall happened, it was like one of the most organic moments like you would ever get. And it was like, it wasn't no like strategic way to try to plug that. It was just like, we in the moment right. And you just flow with it, and a lot of people don't know sometimes that like they calling out the numbers as the song is going. Right, it wasn't, it wasn't rehearsed at all. So, right. and I think once you find something like that, it's like you got to bottle it up, <laughs> and and you know, just be prepared because you never know when it it'll, it'll, it'll hit again. But well, you could tell when somebody like wrote it specifically to to make a moment and they's like, oh, it goes like this. Like, no, nah, it doesn't, <laughs> it really doesn't. Like there's been times where we 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 sung that song and it's like, okay, it, it was the perfect time to absolutely sing that song. Everything called for the song to be sung. And there's times it's like, we ain't gonna sing it. So, mm-hmm. so, so it's like, like one time we had a moment off. Of I got a reason. Went sick. It's like right when we got to a certain part of the song and the key change and the chord changes kind of like struck a nerve with people. Then you just see everybody mm-hmm. jumping up. Jesus! So it's like when you started to see people do that, you know, for the for the average person who got some kind of heart for God, is going to be like, eh, you forcing it.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
3: you forcing it, and we can tell." So. And I get what you're saying, because it's like the one thing about everybody back then, it was Dion had his own unique sound. for Praise had their own unique, own unique sound. Unique sound, yes. Doobie had his own. Courtney had his own. Y'all had your own. Even going into New York, CMG, Cherub, and all unique, that. Unique, unique, unique. You, you wasn't going to find anybody sounding like anybody. And if you did, we knew we knew exactly who you, who you catered to. So now it's like I seen one more dude in Tucker Boots in a good time. I'm know. I'm <laughs> I'ma just know. <laughs> oh I
0: don't think I don't think I've ever been to a concert or service where let your power fall didn't hit. And like, and not just Dion singing it either. Cause mm. I've heard I've heard Zacardi sing it and the place explode nuts have did y'all ever see the clip of fantasia singing it no
3: disgusting
1: <laughs> i did not see that
0: courtney Gross. you need to get out more bro. that's crazy fantasia sang it at one of her concerts wow and that place went bud noodles like
3: like, this mind you, it's an RB concert. It's an RB concert. I mean,
1: that's what she be doing. She'd be, she be
3: sweating and everything. You know what I'm
0: <laughs> so, just imagine her putting her and, and she was putting her all
3: into that record, all her bare feet into it.
0: Oh my Corns, gosh,
3: onions, yo. calluses, they all went into that, <laughs> kicked it around. Oh man, but hey, I. This is the, the Dion Kippin Appreciation <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Cause, shoot. Because, yo, when you think about it, you know, for the many groups that CT had, Dion, YP, Doobie stuck out. Yeah, those are the, or, those are the three. Like, YP had been around for so long, I thought them pets was older than me and I found out we was all the same age. <laughs> That's how long they've been. <laughs> and so, you know, shout out to John Brown and JJ, but it was like, they was it, like for us coming up. But then, well, what really is crazy for me because it brings it all full circle. Um, before we joined my uncle's church, we used to go to this church called Harris Memorial. Yeah, we had a dope musician named tommy harris tommy harris used to go up to hartford and hit with doobie's dad hubie so we talking about dudes that's like ahead of their time like music-wise and so Mm -hmm. you know to hear doobie now it was like no you had to hear his dad because that's where do you know let me me let me tell you let me tell you something my my son's
0: dentist knows who Hubert Powell is. Told you. He's a legend. Like, like, when they say he's a legend, literally. Like, he like he was, like, when he used to take care of Trey's teeth, he was just sitting here talking to you, what you doing? I'm a songwriter, blah, blah, dude, this and that. And he's said, hey, who you work with? And I was like, you know, this guy out of Hartford, his name is Dude. Do- Doobie. Doobie? Doobie Powell? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, he went nuts. but the last time you seen him? Like, that was where Doobie was living in West Haven. I was like, he lives in West Haven? Get out of here. He went sick. And talking about how he used to go to the church there and stuff like that. Like, them, dude, them dudes is
3: legends, bro. You know? Legends. My mother had to tell me that you and Doobie, as babies, used to play together and run underneath the bleachers when we were singing at the church. And I was like, we had That's to funny. be like... Babies, because she knew Pinky. She knew, she knew Brandon's parents. She knew Brandon's parents. She said, Pinky used to watch me. Like, when, you know, when we were saying, she like, she would hold me. So I was like... That's crazy. So it's like, to come back full circle and your kid's kids meet up again is <laughs> wild.
2: That's like, crazy. I,
3: I would have never known that. I'm sure we wouldn't have remember remembered nothing like that. I do remember, however, going up to Hartford, because that was the first time It was funny. We took a Greyhound up there. But downtown Bridgeport, took a Greyhound up to Hartford. And that was the first time I seen ushers dance down the aisle, like when they do that little twirl. (laughs) I was like, this is amazing. We don't ever do this. But all I know is I was like, yo, this is epic. And I'm probably the one who been to the most joints? Because, George, you never came to, like, any of the the Singers' Meets or when Bishop Moe used to have the Easter concerts. I did go to a couple. I,
0: I think I went to, like, two of them. I know I went to... Like, yeah, like, that was before... Like, I know I missed a lot of legendary ones, but I definitely made it to, like, Two. It was like um I think it was uh shoot. It was definitely I think I went to the because they stopped having them at the climb, and they just started having them at the church when they got the big church, right? Yeah. So like I think I went to the last one or the last two at the climb, and then everything else was just um at the um at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit. So
3: so I wasn't really around for,
0: for all of them junks. No.
3: Dude, first time I seen John P. Key was at an Easter concert. Yeah. Kirk I, I, I missed that. Kirk Franklin, he's able with everybody had that stained glass jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that that multicolored jacket that him has and everybody used to wear. Um that was there. Um Shoot, I remember when Fred first left um, commission <laughs> and his album dropped, it was there. And then um I think the first time I seen Ooh. well anyway, it was just oh Derek Coley was I one of them joints.
0: That's crazy.
3: Oh, and not not to not to even leave any parts out but like even their youth weekends was was dope because um i remember one year they had james hall youthful praise um this dude craig hayes from jersey i think he was from and ty yeah ty used to be here a lot yo courtney God, yep. y'all wasn't there for that either. I remember one time they had a youth weekend at the Sheen Center, like basketball tournament everywhere. Thai and them performed outside, and that's when everybody first seen Spain. <laughs> Disguster.
1: I know that was crazy. There's nothing like Thai concerts back in the day.
0: Nothing. Right. I almost, almost, um, I almost, um, took, um, made trade deaf. I took Trey, I took Trey was born, Trey, Trey's birthday is coming up, y'all, He about to be 16 in like a week and a half. I took Trey um, back in 2005 to go see Ty at Hill House. And little did I know that the volume would be so high. I was like, this is great, but I re- I gotta go. My, my son's hearing <laughs> I'm just a little concerned, <laughs> but man, Ty, man, sheesh! Oh gosh! So yeah, those are the old times. <laughs> I, I, I do,
1: I do want to touch on something real quick because What's up? you know we've been kind of talking about like, um. The kind of the state of the music industry, if you will, and the fact that a lot of the music out there kind of sounds the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and especially as musicians, <laughs> like we're we're frustrated with that. But I feel like there's a lot of times where there's there's blurred lines where it's it comes when we talk about it, when we express our frustration, it seems as though we're saying, we're saying that the people who are creating, like, we're demeaning kind of their gift and being like, you know what, you might as well not even make music. That's not what we're saying, right? Me if I'm wrong, but I I believe that if if you do have a gift this gift to to make music use it <laughs> you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you know, share share your gift if you if there is a sound that that resonates with you okay create that you know recreate it if if that's what you feel is your true authentic self that right. thing if it is true and authentic if if it is honest to you then I mean, who are we to judge? <laughs> who are we right. You know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. do that. Well, I feel like what we're what we're really saying is that that doesn't necessarily make your music or your artistry stand out. <laughs> That's not necessarily you know what it does, um, but I mean, it does give you a, a platform. You have that space to do what whatever you want to do. Right. But yeah. Right. That's,
0: that's an excellent point. Like, and I'm I'm glad you said that too, because I I I literally try to stay away from those conversations just to not sound like that guy. But like, cause you know it's unfortunately for us to um for us to critique our music it's hard for us to say something constructive without sounding like like see you see how the disclaimer you just made the point you just made right. it's People hard
1: like, to kind of like belittling them as right like that's not that's not what we're saying at all like if, if it I, works because I know how I would if like somebody was works, if like if this if this type of feel works then who are we to say, don't do it? <laughs> it works, do it, yeah. sure. The only thing is, what I feel like what we feel is that there are some people, not all, but there are some people that are making music, putting stuff out, and it's not their true selves. They're trying, they're literally- And they're
0: just riding the waves.
1: Another sound. Those are the, like, those are the people who
0: we're referring to? Exactly. Does you know what? You there, know what? It there is? are people that are literally not. There are little. There are people that are literally writing a song, writing two verses, and saying, "You know what? I can take this second verse and just make it another song, and I can like like do something else with it, and I can just stay here and go oh, and like you know, it's
1: like that that is doing that was that that's gluing. what drives yourself, me crazy. Yourself, your artistry, like you just it's doing yourself a disjustice, man. Like, like, I I understand, you know, it's a risk, you know, just kind of being yourself, you have to be vulnerable. And like, it. there is a chance that it might not be accepted or it might not hit like the people who you're inspired by, but it's your sound. Doobie took a risk, Dion took a risk, all the people that we're talking about right now who stood out
0: took risks <laughs> and I, I will guarantee you I will guarantee you one thing if you if you believe like this is something I this is something that I've said for years and, and it's been verified like like the sound that, and and trust me and for everybody that's a fan for this of this type of music I'm not attacking. I'm not, I'm not trying to be messy or anything like that, but this, this style of Christian music that people have like have, have embraced recently, I promise you, you're not, I, I don't, what's the best way to put it? If you just say that I'm just going to do this, you are definitely not going to blow up from doing that type of music exclusively. I can guarantee you that the people that are in control of Christian contemporary music are white people and white people don't want CCM music from non-white people. It's a hard fact, but it's a true fact. They're not going to overlook you. They will, um, mind you, if you're yourself and mind you, if you're, if yourself is CCM music, then do you exactly what Courtney said, but if it's not your authentic self, and you're just trying to ride a wave because what's popular is popping and stuff like that, you're doing yourself a great disservice. I promise you. And Dion said something, and this is Dion Appreciation Service. Dion said something in a clubhouse room about a month or two ago, and it made so much sense. He's like, we are talented to do, we are talented enough to do it all. We are literally talented enough to do it all. So, yes, we can do a CCM record. Yes, we can make a regular record. Yes, we can make an RB style record. We can do it all because we are that talented. Do not paint yourself into a corner just because that's the way what somebody
3: else is doing. Like. You know what I think it is? For, I'll speak for my generation. Maybe George might understand. But growing up at let's say around the heyday day of 88, you, you had, I ain't talking about gospel music, I'm just talking about music in general, you had a mm. lot of people come out that didn't sound the same at all. And there's this old school term that if it was ever referred to you, it was almost like <laughs> a, a, a mark of damnation or something. And it was called biting. Mm. And it was like yeah, we don't mind you being influenced, but don't jack the whole thing and right. try to try to run with it because at that time, and even for a long time, it was like, that was frowned upon. You better not sound like anybody else because right. we know the originator. So anybody else coming after that is just a copycat. And so people who, um, you know would do it you, you didn't see them around too much anymore <laughs> after attempting to mm. and then like you know you, you get your one hit wonders where it's just like well, today going tomorrow why that, that wasn't there <laughs> that was completely somebody else now you one place you really didn't see too much was gospel music now it's starting to become a trend just all across the board where it's just like if you want to get a hit if you want to be relevant if you want to stay on top of the trends do this and it's like everybody is bought into it you don't see the original the originality too much anymore and now it's like you very rarely if you like me you search through music you search through music you hear a lot of the same references like I think I could go right now on the Apple music, mm-hmm. go to one section and, and whether it's Christian or gospel, however they separated Apple music, I would hear at least five songs that have the same beat drive in it from different artists. Like okay here we go. This, now I know the whole tone of the record <laughs> the whole tone of the album. And then I'll find like a little gym in there. And I'm like, oh, this is nice, but who is he? So now we know all the people who you know follow the trend, but then there's somebody that gets lost in the shuffle because they're not mm-hmm. a part of the trend anymore. And that's why I find myself gravitating to I'm like, oh, this is fire. Or <laughs> like when George was talking about in that clubhouse where he got mistreated, <laughs> people hey, man. start going look I'm
0: just I'm just I just understand that's all say, is i understand. I was trying to get that out of my memories man
3: the old I'm just lady was important. mean to me I was <laughs> just saying like you find people going back to listen to those old records because they were great records mm-hmm. and it's not that I don't think it's that people long for an old time but they're longing for something that you know breaks up the monotony of the same old thing over and yeah. over and over again and you know for some for you know for some strange reason it's like if i can't find it here, i'll go back and, and dig up digging the crates to find yeah. something you know because courtney i there's
0: something that and we're gonna move on <laughs> but there's <laughs> something that i heard said a while ago and it's like yo most people have, like, all their favorite songs and albums by the time they're, like, 35, 36. Like, like, and it goes to what Rich just said. Like, at the end of the day, like, when that new release Friday comes up and then you check out the new albums and you just like, well, that, that, oh. Man, let me just go back to my playlist. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Like, I, I like to hear new things and... You know, I like to hear like transcendent people, and you know you don't have to be super edgy or like just be different for being different sake, but that uniqueness that we were talking about earlier we we want I know I want that definitely, and um just some good singing and some good music, but at the end of the day, what Courtney said is really, really, really true just be authentically you,
1: yeah. And, and, it, I, and I and I feel like I feel like for for us like the bar is just a little bit higher because yeah. we know a little bit more, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because we've been around, we've been exposed to more than the average. So what would impress those who you know who haven't experienced what we've experienced? Mm-hmm. Know, have the knowledge that we have musically like it it would be okay for them you know right but for us we need a little we need some more depth you know to really grab our attention you know what I mean so like just just coming out with a praise and worship record where you are not really saying nothing is yeah. repetitive like that's that's it could hit somebody somebody you know who, like I said, is isn't as you know musically inclined or like experienced. It could hit them, you know, the same way. It, I'm not gonna say any names. It would if they heard another <laughs> artist, right? <laughs> Popular <laughs> artist with that sound. Yeah. You know, it's the, categorized the same. For us, it's just like, mm. Mm. like
3: ah, because you know, you also know what's what's interesting about that, Cordy. If you check a lot of like our favorite gospel artists, like a Jason Nelson, or we'll, we'll, we'll throw Kirk because you could tell where his influences are coming from because it does show in the music.
2: Right.
3: A lot of them people listen to other genres of music.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's not just your standard, quote unquote, black music where we just listen to hip hop and R&B all the time. Like, <laughs> shoot, my first, Early recollections of music was not gospel music at all. Mm -hmm. The first record I heard where I can like remember it was Earth, Wind, and Fire, Mm -hmm. and you know that's not just standard. Like that's a band, right? So it's just all types of music, all types of sounds that you hear. And you know me, I like my stuff layered. (laughs) I want to hear everything,
0: right? (laughs) So
3: you know that just brings you down a rabbit hole. And then you growing up in the 80s, me and George went down like a whole trip about that. Like when we hear like Duran, Duran, (laughs) The Who, all of those types of things. It's like, it broadens your horizons to find some kind of creativity other than what you see all the time.
2: Right. You
3: you might get a good mishmash out of that. And you know, you might find that like, you know what? I gravitate more towards alternative than I do R&B or gospel or whatever. And you can still make it work. I think, you know, there's just the programming, like, we we were fortunate enough to grow up in an era where it's, you had different, you know, sounds and varieties, not in not even in just overall, but even in your genre, like we had hip hop, but every hip hop artist was different. You had your R&B, but then you had, you know, Different sounding army, your soloist. So now it's like they need to see something else besides <laughs> the, the the one, two, three structure of everything.
2: <laughs> right, right.
3: That 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 is being pumped out now to kind of get like you know something different going on because it's like it's weird. It's not so much weird, but I find it amazing when I see somebody that's ten times younger than me. Have like a, a um a fond appreciation for like Motown.
1: Yeah.
3: And it's like, where would you hear that at? Because they ain't nobody playing Motown now. It's like, oh, my mom had a bunch of stuff. And my dad had this stuff laying around. I listened to it and I loved it. So you 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 it's almost like a matrix is people gotta unplug out of it <laughs> to, to see there's 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 truth in music outside of where you normally see it. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true.
1: See, I mean, you me, like I'm a I'm a I'm a practical guy and like I'm an analogy guy too. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, it it really ties that ties into to what you know. <laughs> like the, the the level of of your knowledge in anything. You know, if this wasn't music, like I know some homies who once you start talking about a car, like yeah, I'll tell them, like, "Oh, this this is a dope luxury car." They'll be like, "This man, this was made here in America. This ain't no luxury. Look at the build of this. Look at the style of this. Let me put you on to to some some uh, foreign cars in in this country in that country. Look at the shape and the build of th- like they'll go." in on that based on what they know. Like even Mm -hmm. with food and culture, like um I'm (laughs) sorry, even with food, um you know, I I, I'm Jamaican. (laughs) You know, I've I've eaten a whole lot of Jamaican food.
0: Oh well praise God.
1: (laughs) Praise God although I was here. But you know I know some American dishes and I'll talk to some people about like food and like what I know and things that I haven't tried yet. And they're just like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, that's good. What I'm impressed by, they're not impressed by. <laughs> they're just like, eh, it's fine. But you got to go to Italy and eat this. You got to go to to eat this uh, real Japanese food, real Chinese food. And this like, they'll go in because of the knowledge that they have. Like, mm-hmm. well, my mom was a chef. I grew up like eating all sorts of different different dishes. So, again, musically, because of what we know, our palate for music requires a bit more than the average person.
0: We have an advanced palate. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, guys, so just, I mean, if you agree or disagree, just look at us as some... Musical snobs, I guess, <laughs> but I mean, we just love music, and you know, end of the day, and I guess that's what happens when you're creative, when you're a part of something. It just, it just revs up your intensity the bit more because this is, this is not the first time we had this conversation here at all, but um, yeah, that's how we used to hang out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It all started with us hanging out. <laughs> that's
0: how that's
3: we used, to, that's all we used so, to hang out, guys. So, so wait a minute. Since i bought it, I'm going to just give my flowers a shout-out. Shout-out to Dion Kippett. Shout-out to Youthful Praise. Yes, shout-out to Courage and Must. Shout-out to God's Gift when they was popping. Shout-out to Task Force. Shout-out to Courtney. because I remember Courtney had a spot, too. Yes.
0: <laughs> Courtney was like, I'm going to turn my birthday party. And I'm going to just shock the world real quick. Corey was like, for, for my birthday, I'm giving you a gift. Yes. How about that?
3: Hold on, George. Remember when he sung I Believe? And everybody just lost it. And Corey didn't know what to do.
2: I turned around like, what do I do? See, Corey just
3: opened his head out and shrugged like that song for 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, my God, for those that weren't there. Courtney, debut this incredible song. And hey, what is concert? I believe, and I promise you, oh, my gosh. Having just came on down, it was just like, hey, guys, we like the song. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, man. <laughs> And
3: like Courtney was singing that song, man, the whole church went up. And then Courtney's just like, oh no. <laughs> Yo, George, he was jumping up and down. And he just put his oh. hands up and looked in the back, like, do we keep going?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm right, right now because it's so true. Like, I remember that moment. You know, Yo. I was still I was still very much young, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Influenced by by Dion is well. like that. I can say that that song. I wasn't trying to be like Dion. No. <laughs> However, like it, it, it was some just,
3: inspiration there. You know, yeah,
1: he's, he was just a natural instrument, you know, influence. And so like doing that song live, like as the song progressed and it went on, I like it was like I felt that like that that energy like yeah almost like a Dion like experience. But I didn't know how to handle that.
3: I <laughs> came down and was like we got it, Courtney. <laughs> you.
1: Yeah, Dion doing this moment. <laughs> like, I
2: didn't know
3: came too soon. Just- sure. This, this how I do it was real. When I looked over in the corner and I see Brandon crying, <laughs> I was like, oh, I said, God is here, because that Bro. dude don't move. Oh. Brandon started crying, and Dion was like, yo, man, this song was incredible, man. Yo, Dion hosted <laughs> that one, right?
0: Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah man. Now, now here's why I get how mad at, Courtney.
0: He release?
1: And I didn't even, do, I didn't, yo, I
3: didn't even release that song. Didn't even put it on the CD, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know exactly where I was going. I was like, this dude put this song out, put these songs out. And then I had the song that really just sent everybody into a frenzy. Then you put it up there. I was like, I was so mad at you. I was like, what is wrong with him? And,
1: it, and it's never been recorded since. Oh, That's man. That's
0: crazy. Yeah, said, that was. I'll kick you. Oh, man. That was a crazy one, yo. Oh, my goodness, yo. 21. Wow, Rich. how you... <laughs> you really pulled that without the files right there, yo.
3: Yo, because I just remember he was jumping up and down. I believe. What are I do <laughs> 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 so, we, so we just sitting over there singing a song for like 15 oh. oh my god
0: oh. I, promise you, I promise you y'all the people listening heaven just came down I was like yeah we really like this but we'll take over from here alright everything's fine <laughs> <laughs> Gordon's like what up, what up?
2: <laughs> oh gosh Sweet covered in the sound check
3: <laughs> But what's even even worse? He looked back. (laughs) Nobody said anything to
0: him. Nope.
3: (laughs) Oh my gosh! I own. Oh man!
1: Oh gosh!
3: That was a night. That that was that was that was an epic night.
1: Good time.
3: That 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 refuge temple. Um.
1: Good times.
0: So. Thank you guys for letting us reminisce like this. We we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> oh man, um, I've there's been some activity on the interwebs that I I wanted to discuss a bit with my bros. Um, so there was a and it's fun. It's very funny because Courtney, I promise you, since you sent me that video, I've been seeing and I've been hearing a lot of stuff similar to that. Wow. Um, yep. And then, and then, um, I don't know if you guys know, of her, her name is B. Simone.
2: Mm-hmm. She put
0: out a video, I think it was um, earlier this week, pretty much just, you know, discussing what um, what women need to do you know, get their checklist out for them to get ready for you know being a relation in a relationship and stuff like that. and you know she's a comedian, so there was some comedic hints to it, but I guess it it trended and got real popular and stuff like that. um Did you see it, Rich? I saw it I after you posted just... it, okay. How did you feel about, so basically she was just saying like, you know, she was saying like the woman was saying um, she want to have a good family, but um, she wants a man that has, she wants a man that has like a a steady family, but she hasn't talked you haven't talked to your mother in six months. You want a man that's in good shape and you can't make it up the steps without huffing and puffing. And I was personally, I was personally offended by that one because that junk, but I was like, "Hey, back! You don't know my life." <laughs> and then, um, she, um, she was just like alluding to different things that you need to get in order before you know you get this person. Like now, it's not about what she said; it's about more of Courtney sending me a video where these two gentlemen from the I don't want to misquote what podcast they were from. Hold on. Um let me see here. I think they they're from the Roommates podcast yeah. and they were basically saying that men are not allowed to express themselves and they were talking about, you know, how our like our insecurities and our where we come short of like when it comes to relationships or um like expressing ourselves about things like we're not we're not able to do those things. So it was just ironic to me that they had this beef, but then B. Simone just like B Simone went on this tirade, not tirade, but just like you know giving these lessons out and it it trends. So it made me think like, what would have happened if that was I don't know, country Wayne or like some other person that's like not necessarily known for that kind of stuff. So it makes me think so you guys, let me know, are men allowed to express themselves are yeah, are men
3: allowed to express themselves? let's let's start there. Yeah, it's just not. We have to like really fine to comb it because, you know, I guess there's this like design and this norm that people follow or these quote unquote stats that they find and I don't know who they ask and I kind of, it kind of turns me off of certain certain stats that people take where it says this amount of people said this or this amount of people said that. (laughs) Like I'll use an example. I'm with my family, we watching uh, Family Feud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, you know, one of the, the round where you get answered the question, it was like, um, it was basically what farm animal wouldn't appreciate you eating a specific type of food in front of it. And so we was like, chicken. And it was like one of the lowest answers. And it was like, what? You know, <laughs> but, you know, but depending on who you ask, that's the number one answer. There ain't no chicken going to want you watching another, you eating it. Eating it they not friends. <laughs> you ate <ain't> friends. <laughs> you can't watch this. So it's like when they say these things, it's like, you know, now I got to filter out. Is Are these stats based on something you just made up to prove a point? So, you know, you just got to find two it. And I put it like this, in some cases, no, because the way certain things have been structured, men, certain men don't know how to express themselves. And there's no certain women to help encourage it either. Like, no, speak your mind. And it's like, I don't know what to say because there's been so much of that not being said. Like, I use use me and my wife for an example when i finally started to talk more and be able to articulate myself she made it really really safe for me to talk and like really just go down a rabbit hole and say a bunch of things now in some other relationships and i'm not holding nobody you know responsible for that but i'm just saying like in some other relationships i couldn't because <laughs> the minute i tried it was like i'm not okay i'm not being received here <laughs> because I ain't getting no feedback. So it's like, okay, I can't express myself, and you probably ain't used to somebody expressing themselves. So it's like, all right, you know, how do you figure this out? So to say that we can't, it's like, who are you asking to say that that's not a thing? Because you know, when you do run across somebody who finds somebody like they can express themselves, we look at them like there's some kind of anomaly It probably happens mm-hmm. more than we know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think they just kind of like. Express one side of the coin where it's not happening. And they run into other people who have that, that like mind and nature where it's like, yeah, I can't express myself. Nobody understands me. So it's like, cool. You find two more people like that. (laughs) See these many people saying they can't express themselves and nobody listens to them. It's like (laughs) okay, but you ain't just a blanket statement. You can't speak for everybody. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just, I just, I think what I'm learning more is if you if you search a little more, you'll find quote unquote exceptions to the rule and you'll start to see that people are really trying to really make their argument to be right. And to those guys that are like, you know, talking about like that simping thing, it's like there's, what I found out we don't really have good balance because it's either we are overly (laughs) managed or we're overly sensitive, it is that middle ground that we need so that we can express ourselves to still keep our cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like, we're not so dogmatic and hardcore and chauvinistic on one end of the spectrum. But then on the other end of the spectrum, we're just an emotional wreck. <laughs> Anytime anything comes up and it's like, look, we need that balance where we can like, really sit, process our thoughts, and say this is how I feel without, you know, losing it every time. Mm-hmm. Courtney, how you feel about it?
1: <clears throat> man, um, I, I I agree with Rich. Um, I feel like men, we <sighs> it's not like we're not able to share; like we can't share. That's not the case we can share. It's, it's more so the level of vulnerability that we can disclose. (laughs) Like, I don't feel like men are given the same grace as women are. Like women can be, can be honest. They can be a hundred percent transparent about, and right now I'm, I'm not talking about other, you know, traumas and difficulties in life right we're specifically talking about dating and relationships correct yes okay yeah so as it relates to that um the hardships that they've gone through I feel like women they can be a bit more you know truthful and detailed and like in doing so women they they just people in general they uh, they'll align to that like they'll gravitate towards that and you know it's it's not looked at as as shameful but more so courageous <laughs> you know um yeah like women aren't looked at soft for sharing their truth they're brave courageous like strong uh honored <laughs> like praised but like men, we're soft for sharing our pain. <laughs> we're emotional. Like in the video, it says, we need a man up. Pretty much, pretty much ride the wave of humiliation and just move on and <laughs> move on with your life. And like, I just feel like whether we deal with it well, like the world won't care about like our process because it'll be dealt with in, you know, quiet Uh, embarrassment um Mm. but if we deal with it badly (laughs) it'll just add more fuel to the fire and like dirt on our names but like yeah men really do think like that like just let her talk and say whatever she wants about me um just you know by default (laughs) she'll become the courageous hero by just speaking her truth but like and that's not to take away from women's courage like not at all but it's just highlighting the double standard that like we're just we're not given the same grace and opportunity to share the same way women can so yeah i mean of course we should all use wisdom and discernment Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> you know making anything public but like just in general when men I feel like are vulnerable to share you know their their side like with sincerity the truth always well more often than not ends up being more like of a shameful act than an honorable one so
0: mm. it's <laughs> hmm it's kind of, it, yeah. It's yeah. a difficult thing to <laughs> yeah yeah. It's a difficult thing to to hash out because we're like you know where's and I wish I wish we had some of the ladies of the podcast here to to talk to this about too. Um, it's just one of those things where we're always supposed to appear and. And and then that that that's where the conundrum lies. Where we're supposed to be strong all the time.
3: We're what? supposed
0: to, you know, bear everything together. But then, at the same time, you got um, people telling you to take care of your mental health and stuff like that. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like, it's what? like the irony. Like so, like. I don't, I don't understand. Like, what are you saying to me now? So are you going to celebrate me? Um, um, being this, this strong man while you see me going to therapy for unresolved issues that I can't like communicate correctly. Like it's Hmm. And everybody's different, and every situation is unique. So that's why this situation in itself is a difficult one. Because um, I would say to you, or both of you, or anybody listening, um, I believe there's a lot of women that might even feel the same exact way. Because while some will will be like you know they'll just express themselves and they're a hero and they're a champion. There are some women out there that express everything that's on their mind and where they've been, how they're going. And then people are saying, well, you should have, well, you should have did this. You should have handled it better. You should have did this better. You should have did that better. You wouldn't have been in that situation. So it's kind of, um, like, these kind of statements, which offer for great conversations, aren't, conversations aren't umbrella statements, like, we can't put everybody in there because everybody's dealing with stuff differently and everybody yeah. reacts to stuff differently, so it, it for, so what I'll say is it's important to have the right kind of people in your life so mm-hmm. where, when you do get to these spots because, listen, like I can tell you, like even though we're supposed to be these big, strong men or whatever like, now we don't we're not that all the time. <laughs> like, uh, big surprise.
2: Yourself, <laughs> oh, wait, hold
0: up. Wait a minute. What are we doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Speak to <laughs>
0: and And it's like for the for the women, like, like to the points that B Simone was making on her video, like some women were like, Dag, I gotta do, uh, I gotta be a woman and I gotta match up and do all of that. Like, why can't I just be found and and we fix each other together? Like, I it's bro, I will <laughs> I will say this. And then one of y'all could go. One thing I noticed about being an old head, one thing I noticed about, and I can say this happened when I was in my 20s and stuff too. I feel like we put too many rules on our own selves. Like, I want to be this by this age. I want to be that by that age. I want to be this. I want to be that. And then when we don't make these self-imposed goals that nobody else is telling us that we have to do, we put unnecessary and unneeded pressure on ourselves. And then we feel bad. And it. then we feel pressured and sad and depressed and all that stuff because we didn't live up to self-imposed goals like self-imposed goals like there's nowhere anywhere that says you have to be in this situation by this age at this time like it's, it's usually us saying like I want to be this at this time and this time I remember when I was I was um, like 18 I was Like man we we'll me married by about 25 have a couple kids and- Boy, this and that, and like, man, I got 25. I was like, dude. This <laughs> I is had, my stride. I ain't had, had nobody. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I ain't nobody, bro. i trying to tell you. I was at nobody. All the ways you can say nobody, I had nobody. Nobody? Spanish. nobody. In Spanish, like... <laughs> Ty Tribble wrote that nobody talk about me. About me. That's... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, dang, this is a, this is a tough one. I wish, I really wish we had the ladies on, like someone to represent for their side on, on, on this one. And maybe like this is something I could like continue with them next week when I could um have somebody on.
3: But oof. Sheesh. It's, 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 you know, what's funny about it, George? It's like, I think because that the other fact is, like, most of us that make these kind of statements and stuff are Christians. Mm. And it's like that fight to try to understand what God wants while you want what you want at the same time. And so you just, hoping and praying that God can agree with your schedule where well, it's like, no, I got a whole will over here that I'm, that I got mapped out. Now, if you're willing to follow it, you could get exactly those things. You just may not get it the way it's the, you want to design. Because if we all understand God always prepares you for <laughs> where you're going and what you're about to get into. And sometimes we had that thing where we don't see we can't see around the corner where God sees up the, around the corner, up the street, down the block, into the next state.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And for us, just on the Christian side of things, I think we got a real fear of <laughs> what God may actually do when it comes I... to those type of things. <laughs> it was like not not that not like. I don't know, I want to say fear like you're scared, but just like that uncertainty about how he may go about it that it may not be to your liking. Whereas, like, I prefer to do this, and God is like, oh, I'll take you through a trial. Why don't God do it a trial? You said you wanted the husband, or <laughs> well, you said you wanted a wife, you said you wanted to be a millionaire, you said you wanted to be these things. But you think in the condition that we currently are, we can handle these things. And it's probably, if we're honest, we're not ready for none of the stuff we want. (laughs) But here's
0: my thing. And y'all let me know how y'all feel about it. I've always been in the mindset of, and this has been me, and this has just been from my experience. Like, when it comes to those matters, especially, like, you know, love and relationship, I really feel like I really feel like God lets you do what you want to do with that unless you actually let him in. Oh for sure to be a part. Like mm-hmm. I could I could honestly tell y'all I I've had real times where I was trying to find somebody and I would legit be like all right like I like he wouldn't be he wasn't involved in the picking process but then <laughs> I would get to whoever I was like deciding I wanted to mess with or deal with or something like that. And then I'd be like, all right, God, show me. (laughs) Like that, I'm 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 being so honest right now. We've done it. Like, let me know if this is it. And it's like, (laughs) and then like he would legit, it would be like, it wouldn't be no, it wouldn't be no scroll falling out the sky. It would just be like something simple, like. Something simple would happen and be like, oh, all right. So something simple would happen to let me know, like a phone call or a visit or uh, just something. And it would let me know. And after it lets me know, it's just like, now, mind you, guys, not saying, all right, this is why you should leave this person. It's just, this is just, it would just be like, all right, boss in your court. I showed you what you're right. going to do. <laughs> so <laughs> like, so I mean, that's why I'm just like for me personally, I just felt like those decisions were always left up to me. And I was very fortunate in my situation because I really I told a couple of people this, but like I almost missed, out, <laughs> I almost missed out on missing uh, on meeting charmaine like I legit, um, for those that don't know, my wife is from Jamaica. And I met her when I went down um, to Jamaica for a... Uh, we. Our church goes down, well, not no more. We used to go down yearly for like a convention and stuff like that. And like, you know, my grandfather's the bishop, so we had the option of staying at my grandfather's house and or staying at the hotel. So I booked the hotel and then like a couple of days passed. And like back then I was working at a bank. I was, I was rich. So I was like, oh man, I want the hotel, man. Bump this. But then I thought about it for a second. I was like, let me save some money. And then when I tried to cancel the hotel reservation, they was like, oh, it's too late. You can't cancel it. Guess who works at the hotel? Sure. I mean, and I wouldn't have met her if I would have canceled the, the, the thing and went to, and went to my, my grandfather's house and stayed there. So I would have, I definitely would have missed out. So it's just stuff like that, where it's like, okay, you're positioning me, but it's still up to me because I could have been like, I ain't trying to mess with nobody away from Jamaica. <laughs> like, I could have, I could have like, you know, I could have made, I could have fought against it. You know what I'm saying? But again, it goes back to what Courtney was saying. Like, when I came back home, there's like, you know, you're going to put yourself out there for somebody Somebody. all the way from there. And you're going to wait. And like, this is before, this was the phone card era, my peoples. (laughs) Yeah, this was like your boy had to go to 7 Eleven or. Walmart or Sam's Club every day and go buy a phone card just to go, just to speak. It ain't now, it ain't now, It's like, now is the shoot. All you need is WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> all you need is WhatsApp, Wi-Fi, and you good. You can be on the phone with somebody from Jamaica all night long. But that junk was rough, so everybody I said all that to say like everybody's like in a different situation and just for me I just felt like when when I actually said hey you know you gotta let me know if I'm doing this is the right thing for me to do or this is the right person for me to rock with um hey let me know and then it just happened for me so
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you, you make a good like, point, though, It's because, you know, and that's what anything that like God does is like, because it's it's like, if he has to twist your arm and make you do everything, then it's not even like a genuine love relationship there because you're not doing it out of your own volition, mm-hmm. so so to say. So it's like, all right, cool. Thank you for showing me that, but like you said. Now it's up to you to go down that go down that road and it's like what, what the Bible say, seek ye first to kingdom of God and all his righteousness, then all these other things will be added. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes we tend to do that in reverse. <laughs> we go after the added and then we ask God, what about all this? And it's like, mm, it's okay. Do it, you know, it's backwards. And so we find ourselves in those situations where you know, like you said, we asking the after after the fact questions. After we'd have missed all the flags, all all the stop signs, and we'd already been invested in the situation before. It was like, look, I'd have stopped you before you started if you just asked me. Right. But you know, <laughs> you How know. You feel about
0: still... it? Oh,
3: no, go ahead, Court.
0: I mean, yeah,
1: I feel like if it was just the three of us we just touched on so many things that like we would be on this call for hours <laughs> because there's, there's so much more to like, like we're going like deeper. And deeper. Um, yep. So this podcast, we definitely have to do another one. <laughs> <and touch laughs> some, more, some more topics because we touched on, um, we touched on, God's will. Ugh, what does that mean? Also autonomy. Like, I feel like besides God sending Jesus Christ, his
3: son <laughs> to the world. His, his dad is coming out of him now.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just serious. Christ. I'm dead serious. Besides God sending his his only begotten son to die for our sins on the cross. The second greatest thing that God has ever given us, hands down, is autonomy.
2: Mm.
1: The ability to make a decision, that's it. No, nothing to overlook. The Mm -hmm. fact that we can make our own decisions. Otherwise, we'd be robots. Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, he'd be controlling. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. he'd be manipulative. Like, otherwise, like, it it wouldn't give us the chance or the opportunity to, to, to choose. If we want to do something or if we don't want to do something, if we want to love him or if we don't want to love him, if we want to be with somebody or we don't want to be like, we have these, the power to make a decision. Like Mm -hmm. autonomy is, it's everything. So I feel like the discussion comes into play where Okay, we're talking about God's will, but then we also have autonomy. So, there it God wants something for our lives and but he's also giving us the power to make a decision of like how we want that to go. So, we're always kind of praying like for alignment for his will and just also knowing we got choice to make too. Mhm.
3: You know the thing I love about it, though, <laughs> It's like you got life, you got death, mm-hmm. you choose, yeah. But, but here's my heart's desire: I want you to choose life, because I know the plans. Now, we can roll that into I know the plans that I have for you. Right. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. To build a hope and a future. So it's like we hear that and we still got a choice to make Ew. <laughs> you know I mean? mm-hmm. it, it Ew. is like it is like I mean you know harm I mean you know ill will I want a relationship with you I want to love you but that is entirely up
1: and to it's you. the most loving thing he can do is present us with that with that choice
0: <laughs> that's so true and, and that's so true because is, I mean we don't choose it <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> right sometimes but that's but that's the that's the that's the conundrum like you can actually not pick it so like what do you i mean are we wrong for not choosing that or are we just human like because i know a lot of people will like will look at a situation and be like well, you know, you know, Jamaicans, if they didn't see if they would have did this, this way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did, that, did that, but I'm like, you know, we, we're, we're human. And one of the biggest reasons, one of the biggest reasons, like, you know, people always like talk about, you know, Jesus died on the cross for our sins, but people don't talk enough about the fact that Jesus lived so we can have an actual counselor or actual representation for us because God don't God God don't know nothing about this earth life. He don't got no time for this. like what? Sin. what's that? but like, <laughs> You got Jesus there on Look, his right hand, like whoa, there, whoa, whoa. I'm about whoa, to kill that. everybody. I right. Need- I'm about to I'm about to take all of them out. <laughs> I'm gonna slay everybody. <laughs> like why they scroll past that picture and like and I'm about to kill him now. <laughs> like <laughs> he dead wrong. Like, like it, it, Jesus is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been there. They're doing this because of this. And then, you know. The Bible says, for Christ's sake, like, literally, it's for Christ's sake. (laughs) He's doing this stuff for us and keeping us going. So it's just like he's literally on his side. Like, yes, we're getting our sins forgiven, but he's literally saying, like, yo, I've been there. I know what it feels like to want to do A, B, and C. Like, you know, and he even gave us a little example of um, when he was in the garden. He gave us a small example like he did he did all that work and he was like all right yo you got to die tomorrow he's like bet he's a um y'all want to come pray with me real quick (laughs) 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 and then
3: he gets there and he's just like oh man
0: oh man god i know you put me on this three-year mission it's been great (laughs) met some wonderful people Here's the thing. <laughs> here,
3: here, here, here's the thing. I was wondering if we could adjust something on the end of that. <laughs> Man, I'm about they to die for some people, and they don't like me.
2: Right? Like a lot of these people don't even like me. Like, they want me to die? I mean,
0: come on! Like they're they're looking. For, they're on their way here now. So. If you want to say no, like, say no now because I haven't slept yet. It's going to be a long night if you... <laughs>
3: it's going to be a long night if you don't... If you know what i I was like, I, I can just go to bed. Just let me know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, the...
0: So, so wait, George. The guilt of not being perfect or not making the right decision... Can like stick with somebody for a while. You know what I mean?
1: Right, right. But
0: that doesn't disqualify you or anything or make you any less of a
3: person. It just makes you human.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So,
3: so George, I- look at look at it like this. And it it's just a part of that scenario you put together. It's like, okay, Jesus gets to this point where he has a choice. Hey. If there's another way, let's let's try it. But then he makes another choice that says, but nevertheless, <laughs> I'll I'll do what you tell me. Right. So him understanding that choice, going to the cross, dying, and now interceding for us, for us to make a choice. Cause let's be honest, we always we haven't always made him the first choice. mm-hmm so now you got grace and mercy to abound so that hopefully we'll make another one and come back and i'm like thank you yeah <laughs> because that's the beautiful thing about it you know and just one aspect of it it's like yeah we were his first choice but we didn't always choose him so there's this grace and this mercy that abounds that hopefully we'll make another choice before us too like and I, like that's love that is like, look, I'm waiting as long as I can <laughs> to you for you to come back. Yeah. I'll drop a sign. I'll intercede on God not to take you out of here. <laughs> but listen, I'm, I'm leaving this door open so you could come back. Just come on, I'm waiting. So it's it's, it's that's for me is a beautiful thing to consider that like. You still love me, even though I wasn't the first choice you made.
1: Right,
3: <laughs> mm. man. And,
1: yeah.
3: Go ahead. No, no, no. It's, and it's like, you know, we don't we we take that grace and mercy part for granted because we we get fooled by thinking there's there's enough time for it. And it's like, well, that stuff, that stuff is eternal as long as he's living. But we have an expiration date, so we got to make a decision. And that's where it feels like there's this rush, there's this pressure. Like, you know, I got to make my mind up before it's too late <laughs> and miss the boat. Miss all the promises that he had later. Miss all the purpose that he had and the destiny that I had by making a different choice. So I appreciate those times where it's like we can repent and be like, you know what? I'm very sorry for not making you a priority as you would do for me. So, you know, we're grateful for him always allowing us to come back after we made those kind of mistakes. And I think that's the one thing we learn to extend to people. Where it's like, you know, in some cases it's like, okay, this is a done deal. (laughs) But in other cases, it's like. You know, what he said, what you do to the least of mine, you do to me. So it was like, if I Mm -hmm. extend this grace to you, you know, extend the grace to the other people. I'm not saying be stupid, (laughs) but, you know, you know, just, just, you know, just that love that abounds. And I think that's what ultimately when we understand that love between him and us we'll be able to understand it relationally between us and other people. And I think that's where we get kind of like misconstrued at because we don't have enough of that. And we love from the human part of us lacking the spiritual intellect that leads us and guide us through people to see them for who they are and not so much what's laid on top of them from life and there's you know circumstances and things like that, that we just take for the bottom line of who a person is at times was Wait, I you know? lose I'm like, did I lose y'all I was like I mm-hmm. quiet.
1: no 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 I was just I was that was great man like I just heard Kevin Powell playing talk music while he was, <laughs> <laughs> well, he was like it was it was the perfect opportunity for talk music like needed to make that happen. George, you almost gotta do an ulcer call right. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. so I well, didn't when I when I was saying that I didn't you know I didn't mean to to take it all the way there because <laughs> I know we were still talking about like relationships and stuff but I mean it's very valid <laughs> and it does very much apply um but also more questions arise for the next podcast but like soulmates do you all think soulmates is a thing do you believe that god has one, just just one person out there for you he's only created one do you believe that god is is pretty much uh in a a an arranger <laughs> of of marriages like do you do you believe that?
3: I, I believe it in this sense that he knows the best fit for us you know as far as like um who who's more better fit to and vice versa for us to move forward to complete whatever God has for us to complete in life. Now, how he arranges that and how that happens is still some choices that need to be made. Like for example, like with Ruth and, and Boaz, it's like people always really take that whole interaction or and blow it way out of proportion where it's just like, he just happened to be out <laughs> riding around. Ooh, look what I found. It's like, no, somebody told her to be there so he would see her. Now, if she hadn't listened, she would have missed her. And then she kept telling her what to do in order to get this man to pay attention to her. And so there's all these little guidelines that we leave out, and they think, oh, he didn't find his wife. It's like, yeah, he finds her, but it's not like he has to look. Sometimes he could just be walking and it could have been a decision made somewhere else that at this time they would meet. Now, if she decided to do something else different that day, who knows? Or if he decided to do something else different that day, who knows if they ever meet? But, you know, there's things like that that can happen. And now if you're in his will and you're always seeking after that, he may have that person in mind for you. They decide to make a different choice. It's like, that's fine. I could raise up somebody else just to keep my word. (laughs) Like, if this is my word for your life, it's going to happen regardless of who makes the decision to stay or go. (laughs) Like, yeah, they wanted a king. Cool. You wanted Saul. I got somebody else better. But y'all can take them. (laughs) But when y'all done, I got somebody else. Let me keep my word. So that that's just in a small context like we could roll down the whole rabbit hole about it but we ain't got all night
1: <laughs> next podcast gonna be crazy george i hope you take yeah. all this stuff down
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm 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 a big believer in the um the autonomy piece that you were talking about before like yeah um god is definitely in control but we can I, I like I just don't believe that he gave us two hands and two feet and two eyes and two ears for us to just be like like you like you said before, to be robots. Like if he wanted us to just be robots, he would just put whatever we needed and just make all the decisions for us. And I believe and I don't believe that's what it's supposed to be. I believe that we're supposed to you know make our decisions. Do what we need. Uh oh, that's him calling. the screen. Um, <laughs> but um, it's it's just one of those things where you know we have to make these choices, and um, yeah, this is a lot. This is, it, it,
3: it's <laughs> it's an uncovering. <laughs> it's a right.
0: So it's uh, um. Yeah, that's just my belief, man. Like, and he's always with you in those decisions. Like, he is, again, definitely a gentleman. He's not going to force his way in. If you let him into what you're doing, he's just going, hey, thanks for welcoming me in. Can I sit? You know, he's good. Have a seat. Have a seat with us, Jesus. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? uh, Behold,
3: I'm knocking at the door. I didn't didn't ram it down.
0: (laughs) Right. Like, he's knocking. So it's, like, up to us. We have to make the decision to let him in. So it's just everything is about decisions and what we're we're doing. So it helps when we take it back to the beginning. It helps when, you know, a guy has a situation where, you know, he needs to, you know, get something off his chest. It's a decision on who do I share this with and who will I know is going to receive it and not just look at me like I'm just complaining or or whatever. Who's going to receive it and who's going to give me positive feedback? Who's going to give me who who's going to give me honest feedback with 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 possibly possibly a game plan? because you know for some for some situations people should just be there to just listen and like let you get it off your chest like this is something that i learned this Free is something that I, this is something that i definitely learned with um with women um a lot of times they don't want you to solve their problems they just want you to listen like when when they're like telling you about what um what Sarah did at work. Could you believe that girl, Sarah? She did this, this, and that. Make me sick. I'm like, well, why don't you why don't you report Sarah to the boss? Like, I didn't ask you to do that. Sarah's my friend. Like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so it's a lot of times. <laughs> you just, you just, they just want that air. So. It's decisions, man. If I can th- if I can call this anything else, it's decisions. Even going back to the music we were talking about earlier, decisions. Do you want to be? Everything
1: is you, economy.
0: Yes. Do you want to be? Do you want to be? Um, do you want to be Travis Green when Travis Green is not even doing music anymore? Like, do you do you want to be that person or do you want to be who you are? And do music that makes you happy, and and like you know, like you have to make those decisions on your own. So, yeah. And we um we've been at this for a minute, so thank you for all for listening. Sheesh, we're gonna have to bring this up next week. This is way different than our, this is way different than our podcast last week, but uh, I yeah. hope you guys. Enjoyed this one. Um, we started off by uh reminiscing about music, then we talked about decisions of love. And um, not
1: yeah, forget, you.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, what am I doing? This has been the Dion Kippen Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> but people, I want to thank Rich and I want to thank Courtney. For this awesome conversation, we definitely will want to have you guys back again when it's a full house.
3: Hey, and I up, definitely
0: look, want to hear from everybody on how they feel about this. Look, hold
3: up, real quick. Let me get a shout out to you two because y'all have been my bros for how many years now? It's been like ten plus now, right? Yeah, man, it's been it's been <laughs> a while, bro. It's been a minute, and I will say this. Out of everybody I've known, y'all have been the most consistent. And that's no knock against anybody else, you know, as far as, like, any relationships and friendships that I've had. But you two have been the most consistent with me. And I just want to let y'all know I appreciate y'all. Much love to y'all both for at least least allowing me to, like, (laughs) vent and be upset and be mad and helping me figure some stuff out. So... You know, if I'm not for y'all, I'm, I'm you know honored to be that. So I just wanted her to give my boys their props for being good dudes. You know what I mean? That's all. Same here, my dude. Much love to you
0: too, my brother.
1: You already know it's it's mutual, man. And 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 shout out to both of y'all too, man. Y'all y'all have been consistent from from day one. Y'all never switched up. Right. And, you know. Even if, even if, it, this is how you know the friendship is real, when you don't have to talk for a whole, right. a <laughs> mm-hmm. like, significant amount of time can pass. But when yeah. like, y'all you know, talk, it's like you pick up right where you left off, like no love lost. And I just appreciate y'all, man, for just, for, for, you know, for just being present, being there,
0: man. So absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. I guess that's just something to say. We, when you're when life starts happening to people, you just got to let people be sometimes, you know, It's, it's just one of those situations where you're better off just sitting back and just saying, all right, you know, if you're if you're available, I mean, if they need you, just make yourself available. Like, you know, like, it's not one of those things where I never felt like, I would never feel like I would always have to be constant, constant, constant in somebody's face or whatever. But just letting them know, like, if they need me, I'm there. That's big to me. Like, and, and it's funny that you said that because that was something similar to um, Ronnie. Ronnie said this, about the same thing, like, right? we all saying about each other, like, you know, it's just like, it could be times where just life just be happening and we're all off doing different stuff, but like that moment that we link back up, it's like what time passed? <laughs> like, it's just everything is just back to normal and that's, and that's just super cool and I, and I greatly appreciate that about
3: my bros. because you know, You know what it is? We know that y'all got stuff going on in life and that happens so it's not mm-hmm. like we take a offense to it because it's like we we know people who you know they try to put that label on it because they prioritized you at the bottom mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like oh you know we could just pick up where we left off like nah, you just <laughs> making time for other things and other people and where i fit in there is <laughs> nowhere near where you put as much as your energy into where mm-hmm. us is like, no, I understand. George has a family. Courtney has this going on. Courtney has a son, you know, I'm married. Co- George is trying to do his thing. Courtney's trying to do his thing. So it's like, I get it. So it's like the availability is, you know, when it is. But then, like you said, when we do link up, we run that whole thing back. Like, man, what's we going on, man? Listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! When you hear that, man,
0: listen. It turn, man, goodness gracious,
3: man, listen. Shoot, me and Courtney had that talk a while back. He was like, man, <laughs> man, listen. And I, and I just heard them, I was hearing them out. I was like, yo, because you know, stuff happens. And like, long as we, like you said, we make time for who we care about if we really care about them. Mm-hmm. When, they hit, when you see that thing blink, like, look, I ain't available right now, but when I hit you up later, we'll, 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 we'll ask this out. So, you right. Know, we'll chop it up. You know, and it ain't it ain't, it ain't like that with everybody. And I severely have a sore spot for when people try to place that on you, where it's just like, I'll get to you when I get to you. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. No, 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 no. See, that's when my time becomes valuable. You ain't just going to treat me like anything. So. Right. And then you start treating
0: them like the warranty phone call. <laughs> you have an outstanding warranty on your vehicle. <laughs> what car do I got? Tell me about it. Just tell me the color of my car. You old lying devil. Somebody got a <laughs> warranty on my car. You just called me tonight. Right, you need to refresh the warranty. Shut up. No, I don't.
1: warranty is expiring. We right. called you several times like if you don't shut up
0: if you don't shut up what color is my car tell me i dare you no. oh man so all right people hope you enjoyed the pod we will see you next week and we I, we're gonna have to revisit this we're gonna have to revisit this a bit so get ready for part two i hope you enjoyed it um as always shout out to the podcast Oh, I can't talk. Shout out to the podcast family, Corey, James. Stuff. Big up um, well not big up um prayers to James Rich, everybody down there in Texas, peaches, um Dee, Dee everybody that listens from the, the Texas area. Prayers up for you guys with all the snow and all the ice and all the stuff. Hope you guys get out of that. Cool, I know there's more storms coming, so you guys get out of that all right? and um yeah so we will see you next week and as always stay beautiful